Lord, Jetson made another one. I been done right through another nigga city. I got a brand new Draco with me. Clip got that ready, three Scotty Pepper bitch. Nigga ain't heard of me, I got a bitch. Dripping my slice Okay, we're live. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Buzz Pod. Uh, this is episode four. We're your hosts, Nico Blatchman and Chase Harwell. And uh, we're back in action, baby. What's going on, guys? Uh, this week, let's see. Well, actually, actually today, today, interesting, interesting, very interesting thing happened today. So when I got to school back in uh, August or whatever it was, I uh, signed up for classes. I was a rookie, not a vet. Uh, I'm a freshman, so I didn't really know what I was doing when I signed up for classes. Um, and I ended up signing up for uh, philosophy, uh, BTM, which is computers. And a math class, and I haven't taken math since like eighth grade in uh, middle school. So yeah, I'm uh, pretty good at math. Um, anyway, so turns out I was uh, I was gonna fail math for sure, and um, I don't know if I was gonna. I was a bit nervous. I had the BTM uh, final coming up. I was a bit nervous about it. What's that but, BTM um, class? Uh, business, business technology. Type yeah, like business technology management maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyway, and the philosophy class, well, I'm good at philosophy. So anyway, <laughs> um, signed up for those classes, not really know what I was getting into. And um, yeah, wasn't doing very well, I don't think. I was trying hard, but wasn't doing well. And anyway, I uh, at, in the meantime, I'm going through some troubles with immigration. And uh, turns out uh, this whole semester uh, was a bust and uh, it didn't count. Because I got deregistered from my classes because of uh, immigration problems. So, so what, what's that? What's that mean now? So you, I'm still you eligible to be on the team and everything. I just uh, have to take three classes over the summer, and uh, basically uh, nothing happened. It's just like not even on your. It's just uh, as if I only came here to play hockey the first semester and didn't do any school. Oh, and wow, uh, I didn't fail or pass the classes, so that's pretty okay, sick. Okay, so they're just like... so uh, so like my rookie moves. I didn't really have to like pay for them. Cause like I I picked the wrong classes and stuff, but like a lot of people do that their their first their first year, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When they don't know what they're doing, yeah. so it's kind of good, kind of. But Little now, but in now, kind yeah, of but now I'm in a, on a tight leash because I can't fail a class. Yeah, so these summer courses you got to yeah, take. Yeah, I mean, they, I gotta, they're I, must pass. I, must they're must pass. My next semester is must pass. So so yeah, so I was gonna leave after my final the thirteenth, but uh, since they don't count, I'm not even taking my final the thirteenth, and I'm leaving tomorrow morning. So uh, when this podcast is out. I'll probably be in LA already, um, on the beach. Oh man! So yeah, I'm gonna be hitting LA little for Christmas break LA. for a little bit, uh, <laughs> and then I'm gonna after that I'm gonna visit my 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 brother Bakanji over there in LA. Gonna watch a couple AHL games and uh, see, see what that lifestyle is like. Probably terrible. And then I'm gonna head home to yeah, uh, to Miami, Miami, Florida. That's gonna suck. And um, yeah, so. Looking forward to, to this to this winter break. A little winter break coming up, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got, Chase. That's what do you got for that's the intro? Dope. Yeah, I mean, talking about winter break, um, I'll be headed home tomorrow, too. I actually had some exams earlier in the week, and I had some other papers and stuff. I got those out of the way, which is nice. So now I have a little gap between my my uh, my exams. I have the next one on the 17th, so I'm going to head home. Only about five and a half hours from, from home. From me here in Montreal to Connecticut, um, so it's gonna be nice to get home and get home. I have to come back for the exams, and then I'm gonna head back again. But I just want to kind of talk about 
that Christmas break um, that we all get to finally have when it comes to um, our seasons and where we're at. Some guys get longer breaks than others, but definitely take the time to enjoy that shit, man, because, you know, as a player, like, it doesn't come around often the time you get spoiled. For me, at least with my past experiences and stuff like that, I really um, take a second and enjoy spending the time with my uh, with my brothers, my family, my girlfriend, all that. So if you're doing that, enjoy that shit. But don't be a bum, bro. Like, you know, stay on top of your shit. I, I think, I think that's, a, that's a big thing because I know coming, from my experiences, coming back after the Christmas break and you're not in shape, you're ready to go. It's rough if you're going two, three games. After the Christmas break, trying to battle into that shit, it's fucking... You know, so just want to touch on that a little bit, but yeah, definitely have a couple beer, have a couple donuts, and oh, yeah. uh, get a couple runs in though at the same time. You know, man at night, man in the morning—that's what we like to say with the Florida hockey boys. So uh, if you're gonna be a man at night, uh, wake up and be a man in the morning. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And um, yeah, with that being said, that's pretty much it. That's all I got to say. Yeah, that's all I got too. Cool. All right, so without further ado, we're going to take it to our guest for the evening. Our guest today is a uh, three-time USHL draft pick, a former Boston University Terrier for a year, a current Dubuque Fighting Saint in the USHL, ever heard of it, and uh, a new Ohio State Buckeye commit, and a fellow Florida boy and good friend of mine, Mark Chiramita. Mark, how's it going, brother? What's up, boy? Thanks for having me on the pod. Hey, thanks for coming I'm, on, I'm man. I'm humbled. Hey, we appreciate yeah. it. We appreciate it, brother. You should be humbled. Love <laughs> to hear it, boys. Love to. Love, hey, Mark is humbled. He's a Florida guy. Us, us Florida guys, we're humble guys. I, I yeah, love. Right, I love yeah. to hear that. You know, I hear, I hear, I hear the craziest fucking people in the world come from Florida, bro. That's no. That's, that's not even out of my mouth. That's that's. Yo, Mark, were you born in Florida? No, I was born in uh, Minsk, Belarus. Oh yeah, right, right. Belarus. Yeah, I, uh, that's dope. Born there, and then I, my my parents moved, and I was like one, two, Florida. So oh wow, I basically lived there all my life. But yeah, yeah, Sweet. you're a Florida boy. Sweet. So so wild guess is your dad. Your dad's a uh, your dad's a hockey player, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He used to play. He used to doubt. Yeah, he used to play a little in the minors, and then now he's just uh, he's a hockey coach. But y'all, yeah, speaking of speaking of Mark's dad, Mark's dad is Mark's dad was my hockey coach uh, growing up. He was my private lesson coach pretty much my whole youth career. So basically, I would go have a lesson with uh, Vlad, which is Mark's dad. I would have a lesson with Vlad at like 6.30 in the morning, like three times a week, right before school. And then I'd go to school after. And uh, every time I'd be on the ice having a lesson with Vlad, Mark would be on the other end just fucking around with the puck, shooting around. He was terrible. He was a terrible hockey oh, player. Man, oh. Hold on. Hold on. Time out. I just want to I just want to I just want to give you couldn't skate until he was like 14. Though. Yeah, I got to get them hands though, right? No, I got to I got to say this because I got I owe a lot to Vlad. Vlad like literally like Man, he got me to where I am today. Like, he, he got me to the best leagues. Like, man, I trained with that guy, like, literally my whole childhood. Like, he uh, helped me grow as a player big time. But on the other end of the ice was his son, Mark. Just He was a year younger than me. He's 99, and he's just terrible, but always just stick handling, <laughs> working on his game. Just alone. Like, 
I thought, like, you could have gone two ways, Mark. You could have became a sick hockey player, which you did, or you could have gone the other way and just grown to fucking hate the game because you just always had to be at the rink because your dad was a coach. So it's just crazy to see. I had to be, but... Well, you weren't on the ice because you had to be, but, like... I mean, your dad, I mean, for those who don't know, everyone that's listening to this pod probably doesn't know uh, Coach Vlad, unless you're from Florida. Um, Vlad doesn't take it easy on the boys. He's known for being a strict no, coach. No. He is. Uh, he's a big deal down in Florida. He's a fucking well-respected coach, but he, he will fucking throw his stick at you if you don't cross over the right way. He will fucking, fucking throw dope, his though, right? stick at you. So, yeah, but no, he's a man. Into the ringer. He's the man. He 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 he's helped me develop so much. And uh, for those for those who are listening to the pod, like, oh my God, he threw a stick at you. You should you should call him out. Like, <laughs> you uh, gotta report that. Uh, no man, no that guy. That guy made me who I am today. I, I I owe a lot to that guy. He's a fucking man. He's a great coach. And uh, but I just, I just want to say that because Mark, man, you were not that good when you were younger. You were you always worked on your game. You were small. You were tiny. But then, like, as you got older, you kind of, you kept working on your game and kept stick handling. And at one point, you just had the softest, best mitts in the whole fucking world. But you were this tiny kid, and you were kind of slow because you had little legs. But then you ended up hitting a growth spurt and just, boom, and now you're a fucking player. And uh, so tell us, tell us what that process was like, like hitting that growth spurt and everything and just becoming the player. Yeah, I was like five two until I was like fifteen, and then I hit like a growth spurt, grew grew like I don't know eight nine inches, and then like obviously I like I was pretty skilled when I was that age. Like I was I was small, but I was skilled. I could like get around guys and everything. But that growth spurt really helped me. And then you know started hitting the gym, started like watching Blatchy go to the gym. I started going to the gym <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Matured, matured a little bit, and um, I don't know developed into. Uh, Today. Sweet. Sweet. Tell tell me about because I'm from Florida and uh, I know that like your process is super unusual because as a Florida guy like I left home at four at 13 14 around there I went to Shattuck as yeah. a Adam not a big yeah. deal. Um, a lot of guys leave home. A lot of guys leave home whether it's to go to prep school, especially if you're from Florida, because like the level of hockey there isn't elite. But you stayed there. You played in the USP three HL. Um, oh, yeah. we don't do interviews with guys from that Not league, but, uh, you played in that league and, uh, and then you jumped up to the USPHL, uh, right there in Florida for the Palm Beach Blackhawks. This is all in Florida for the Palm Beach Blackhawks. And so how old were you there playing for the Blackhawks? I was like, I was, I was, uh, 16, just turned 16. And so like you were 16 playing, with, playing in Florida yeah, still? Yeah, I was playing with 90, Yeah. I, a lot of guys left early. Like I never understood why. Like there were so many guys that left early and then they came back and they just, you know, they didn't really develop at all. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. You know what, my, dude? My, like it, it, it goes different ways. It, you know, it's dope that you mentioned it, bro. Cause like at Blatch was telling me a little bit about your story, and I just kind of like did my own little research. And I think it's dope because we lately we've been talking a lot about like different rules and processes guys take getting to like high levels. And fuck, look at you, man! Like you. You played for BU, you know, like now you got another commit with, with Ohio State. And it's just pretty dope because we've been saying it's not always about like the leagues that you're playing and it's just kind of getting your game better and your craft and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's 
I think it's pretty dope that like you're at the place where you are and and you just kind of just worked on your own thing instead of worrying too much about where you where you were at like which is pretty dope exactly. yeah I actually yeah, no, a lot of ki- yeah let's keep continue no, go ahead go ahead no no you no, got go it ahead, man. yeah no just a lot of guys ended up like leaving early around like June 13 14 and uh some of them came back better some of them came back worse but I kind of just stuck with it Play, played played a year and uh juniors playing against 95s like just getting crushed in corners left and right but um Man. i don't know it got me ready for for a solid year uh a juniors the next year up in uh, massachusetts so that's dope that's dope so like when you so you stayed home right like were you work were you working with your dad or were you getting extra ice on the uh on that end like did you do you think that that's uh, that that helped is that something that you did yeah for sure i mean i like, always always just yeah, since I was little, I always worked with my dad uh, during the week on top of practicing. So a lot of, a lot of ice time and everything. That's so dope. I guess that definitely helped. But Sweet. Yeah, I think just being with older guys at the at that age um, really helped me out too. I think I think the thing that really helped you excel was that every summer you were always skating with me, and you know I'm 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 one of the top guys there. Oh, so yeah, I right? think I really helped oh, you develop, sure. and uh, yeah, yeah. So a lot of credit <laughs> to me there, but. So you oh, played. Gosh, you mean you've been skating like since uh, what, what? Since you was like fourteen together in the summers. Wow, well, I think before that, man. Since I was like probably, yeah. I'd have to say twelve. Since Rob, like, pretty much it was like this. It was I. I used to skate with Rob Kenny. Um, rest in peace to Rob right. Kenny. I used to rest skate. Yeah, I used to skate with Rob Kenny. He's a big coach down in Florida, played in the National Hockey League and everything. He passed away. Um, I think I was around twelve when he passed away so I think and then I was already skating with Vlad I was skating half and half with Rob and Vlad and then when Rob passed then I started skating with Vlad but I, I mean I think I've been skating with you since I was like 11 12 since I started playing hockey pretty much um so yeah I know the guy not a big deal so if you play in the National Hockey League send me a check one day <laughs> thank you very much and uh but yeah so you played you played hockey in florida till 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 uh till a pretty old age and that's uh for for guys listening that are from florida that are young because i know guys listen from florida that are young so this is kind of for you guys uh check it out guy played in florida for a long time and uh, then ended up getting a camp uh florida panther national hockey league camp how was that dude so yeah, you played funny. in the ncdc and you lit it up you got a bu commit you got that, that, year. that commit out of that B, out yeah. of the ncdc and then, year, oh, year. no and, i didn't oh you I didn't had, um, a vermont i had a vermont commit whoa shit oh oh that's yeah, true that's true yeah tweet tell us about vermont, that how'd that go down yeah i only had i mean the ncdc is like a pretty it's an okay league like there's yeah, a, it's getting a lot better. I know a lot of good players in that league now. Yeah, there's three or four, three or four teams with like ten or more commits on each team, so it's not bad. But no, no, I only had one. I only had one offer, and it was Vermont. And I just, I was, so, I was like such in a rush to to get to just get the commitment and everything. I just took the. It was a, I think it was a two for four from Vermont. Okay, how and, how old were you then? Um. I want to say, like, 17, turning 18. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then I I ended up decommitting, actually, because the assistant coach who recruited me left. Okay. And he told me to just basically go the other way, so I, I trusted him. And then basically went to, like, 
one went to one main camp in Sioux Falls. Okay. And then got like probably ten or fifteen looks from schools at that at that camp. And that's basically what opened up all my options. Nice, and nice. Ended up going ended up going to BU. Sweet. Yeah, Sweet. so you were you got drafted like third round to um Sioux Falls that year in the USHL, right? Yeah, that was the plan. I was going to play there. Yeah, so you were going to play there, but then you went to the camp and lit it up, and then BU was like, hey, just come here instead of coming to the USHL. Like, why the fuck would you play in the USHL when you can come play for Boston University and get a bunch of chicks, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Right? That's well, exactly what happened. <laughs> well, hey, like, during, during all that, man, did you ever, did Major Junior ever, ever cross your mind? Major Junior, I don't know, not really. Like my parents were uh, pretty, pretty adamant on like school and education for the okay. longest time. Maybe my, my dad, my dad might have told me maybe we should go to the queue a couple times, but I always, I always didn't listen. Up. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, look, it's working out for you, brother. So that's dope. That's dope. Yo, tell me about uh, going to Florida Panther camp and being from Florida, cause. Um, I don't know, that's pretty nuts. I think the only thing crazier than that is, like, playing in the NHL for Florida or doing what Andrew Peak just did. Shout out to Andrew Peak. Shout out, Flo- Peak, Florida man. boy. Shout out to yeah, South Kent. Just, just played in the NHL for Columbus against Florida. That's fucking awesome. But uh, how was that's it to great. go to Florida Panthers camp, National Hockey League camp, as a Florida boy, uh, free agent? Yeah, it was crazy. It was nuts. crazy. I was, seven, I was 17 and, or 18. And, uh, I don't know, I was just thrown in there, got the call that I, I got invited, and then, I don't know, there was, a, there was a bunch of, like, older guys there. I roomed with this, ki- this guy named Maxim Mamin. He plays in the, I think he's playing the KHL now, but it was definitely, like, an eye-opener of, like, just the skill level. It was, it was, a, it was a pretty sick experience. It's dope. It's Speaking of experiences, you went to BU for one year, yeah. straight out of the NCDC. And uh, you played 29 games as a freshman, kind of a true were you, true freshman or one year after true freshman? One, one year after, one year one after. One year after true freshman, you played 29 games. That's impressive. Yeah. You had three assists. Yeah. Um, what was that experience like? Yeah, um, honestly, in, in hindsight, I, I wish I probably would have stayed a year in junior and just developed a little more. Okay. But honestly, the experience was crazy. Like, just the speed and, you know, the guy you're playing with guys like Dante Favreau is playing for Nashville. Joel Farabee's on the Flyers right now. Shane Bowers. Like, just the skill level's like a crazy step ahead. And uh, it was it was just, it was a great experience and made a bunch of friends there. Made a bunch of, you know, our freshman class was super tight and I uh, still talk to the boys to this day. That's dope. And, uh, yeah, it was, it, yeah. That's sweet. So, so I know. So you had. So you have twenty nine games under your belt there in the NCAA already, which is which is unreal. And we we had um, we had a couple guys. We had Carson McKinnon on our last um, podcast, and he was talking about playing with guys like Alex Lafreniere, um, and just guys of the cal- guys of like the caliber that are literally right right you know like about to play that professional, about to make it. You know what I mean? So. Like it's pretty, it's pretty, it's cool that you mentioned playing against and uh, with some of those guys. You want to just talk about like how how it is with them in the locker room, like being around them. They, they got to be so professional. You know what I mean? It's even it's even crazy because 
they're older in the NCAA in comparison to to in junior. So it's so it's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean. Uh, when it comes to be on the ice, these guys are like always on top of their game. Like one of the most probably competitive guys I've ever you know practiced with. But uh, in the locker room, all of them are just like bunch of beauties, like just shooting the shit, talking about round stuff and everything. So I mean, they're they're normal guys, but when it comes to them practicing and playing, they they just turn it up to another all another level, and it's just it's it's crazy to see uh, the stuff they do. Unreal. Yo, yo, um. Talk to me about, like, because it must have been, like, weird going from you lit up the NCDC, you had 59 points in 50 games, you were over a point, you were well over a point per game, and then you go to BU and you're kind of, so you were the go-to guy in the NCDC, like, for sure, you were the guy on your team, then you go to BU and, like, you're not the guy at all, so, like, what's that like for your mental, like, was it kind of like, like, you, you know, like, at first, it must have been, like, holy shit, like, I'm at BU, like, I'm fucking sick, I'm a fucking beauty and all this, but then, <laughs> but then, you're not, like, really producing or doing what you want to be doing, so, like, like, talk, like, talk to, talk to us about, like, like, what that's like and going through that process. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, coming into the season, I was, like, super confident, right? Like, full For sure. Yeah. I was, I was, I was buzzing around. Well, like, you probably had a fucking summer getting ready. Yeah. Yeah, and I had a yeah, I had a great summer. And then I show up, and you know, practice is good. Like I'm feeling great in practice. Obviously, there's like a month period where you're just practicing. You're not even playing any preseason games or anything. Right. And I'm feeling good. I was like, yeah, maybe I can really do this. Like maybe play like second, third line, play decent minutes. And then, like, first game, what was it? I was thrown into... Our first game was in Mankato. And Mankato only, like... All their freshmen are 20 years old, or 21-year-old guys. They have, like, average team age is probably, like, 23, 24. Wow. And I was was thrown to that on the... I think I started on the second line, and it was just the speed of that game was, like... I wasn't ready for it. And Mm -hmm. then, um, after that, you know, you get scratched a few times, and then your confidence goes down and you're just battling for the rest of the year so yeah honestly like it, it, it comes down to just to just confidence something i'm like learning about right now yeah just finding my confidence in the ushl but yeah it was um, definitely an eye-opening experience right right you know what in in a way like kind of listening listening to your story i think bro when you go back into it now back into the ncaa you you, you kind of you got a glimpse into the into the shit that most guys don't. You know what I mean? You're gonna be, you're gonna be dialed in. You got 29 games under your belt, which is which is fucking. It's I think it's gonna come in clutch, which is which is pretty dope. And like yeah. you're saying, you're building your confidence now. And it's funny you even said that because I was gonna ask you about like obstacles and and, and shit in your career that's kind of shaping you as a player. And it's weird you said that because. You know, like you, you, you went out there and you, and you kind of realized that maybe maybe you t- uh, went a little too early or, or whatever it was, and it's fucking right. unreal that you right. got that second that second opportunity now, and I think you're you're gonna you know, bust it up. Yeah, and that's dope. actually and that's Huge. great and that's a uh, great great info for uh, for younger people too because Definitely. like if I could look back, I'd say also like 
one thing that like I wish I would I would have never done is rush into trying to play in the best league that I can play in at all times. Like when you turn sixteen, as soon as you turn sixteen, I was like, oh, major junior or USHL, major what junior or USHL. Like yeah. can't play in any other league. And then when I turned like. When I was even 15, I was like, man, I got to commit. Everyone my age is committing. I got to commit. I got to commit. Mm-hmm. But, man, at the end of the day, man, sometimes, like, people, young kids don't realize rushing rushing into leagues that you're not ready for is, is setting you up for failure because is, at the end of the day, setting you up for failure is setting you up for a great lesson. But either way, avoid that. You know what I mean? Like, don't 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 think that you're ready when you're like you know what i mean you know low-key deep inside what even if you're saying i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready i can play in the nhl right now like you know deep down what you're ready for and what you're not ready for and like respect that respect yourself respect that and uh it's better to play in a league that you're gonna like man for example mark man mark that year that you lit up the ncdc you got a full ride from from or you got a commit from Vermont and then you ended up getting a full ride from BU after that year and you lit up the NCDC yeah. but maybe if you were in the USHL a rookie in the USHL the coach would have treated you like a rookie bitch and you would have been on like the third fourth line in the USHL and then you would have not gotten exactly. any points and then you would you know what I mean so so like at the end of the day it's all about like what's best for you and what you're ready for. It's not about jumping into the best league. Even if a team offers you from the best league, if you think that you're not ready, don't go. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. at the end of the day that's what's best for you. But um I want to ask you a bit about the BU college life experience. Did you have a girlfriend while you were at BU? I um yeah, I did for for most of the process. Okay, uh, but at the end of the process when you did it, <laughs> when you didn't, what was that? What was that no, like? The first the first two, what was it? I think two, three months, I didn't have a girlfriend. And, and uh, you know, got to be, got back together with the ex from back home, so. Oh, you were uh, missing her or what? <laughs> I don't know. I just, um, <laughs> life ha- stuff happens. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, so. I did, I did live the college life for a couple months, so. So, yeah. so, so what was that like? Do you guys get to go out like after every game on Saturday night kind of thing? What's the atmosphere like? You know, like at the games, is everyone buzzing after the game? Like, is there a spot? Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're at home or, I mean, Hockey East, like you're pretty close to, to the city no matter where you're playing. So either an hour, 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 two hours at the most. So if you're buzzing home, you're, you're getting ready to go out um, Saturday night. So it's a, it's a good time. And the coach was, you know, pretty pretty cool with it, and um, I don't know it's you're in Boston for God's like you're in Boston. Yeah, like, there's millions millions of places you could go to. So we always found a spot, and you know wherever the boys were, you know it was it was just always a good time. Yeah, sweet, sweet. So kind of getting back to specifically about hockey. Um, I know a question that a lot of people like to hear um, is if you have any pregame rituals or just odd shit maybe that you do before a game or any are you are you superstitious anything like that um superstitious I always get a coffee I always get yeah. a coffee before the game a little caffeine yeah, running through you yeah Starbucks kind of a coffee addict but yeah um any pregame rituals not I mean take my twigs put uh put everything right, right to left yeah yeah Right to left, eh? I'm left to right. You're left to right? Left to right guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's dope, man. That's dope. Um, 
don't think anything else. I'm pretty loose. I'm pretty loose before. Yeah. Just kind of just buzz around, listen to music. Yeah, yeah. Just have a good time with the boys, and then game time, you just dial it in. Yeah, that's interesting, bro. Like, have have you always been like that? Because when I was when I was first um, playing major junior, I know when I went out to Sherbrooke at 16 years old. And like I'm going in there, I'm fucking. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into, man. And I'm going into the locker room with these these guys. I think they're pros. Like I think that the I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm a 16 year old kid. My first yeah. couple of days there, I'm trying to do shit. Like I'm trying to be a robot, man. I'm showing up to the rink way early. I'm lifting. I'm doing all that crazy shit. But as as time went on, and they get more comfortable. I just kind of laid back and just kind of went with the flow. I, I, I mean, I know guys. Some guys like their rituals and their pregame stuff, but I think for me at least, staying low key and just chilling is kind of it, it. It keeps me keeps me uh, in it, you know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like before when I was younger, I'd be I'd be super. I mean, I wouldn't say nervous, but just like like you said, a robot. Just yeah, yeah. Doing my thing before games, not not really talking, listening to music, like acting all serious. Yeah, exactly. And now as like a tw- as a twenty year old, I'm just kind of just laughing, like just yeah, man, just talking to everyone, just 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 keeping it loose, and then hell yeah. Obviously, once like once that once the talk drops, I'm in it. So absolutely, absolutely, that, I just keep it loose. Yeah, and I it, think it, that's the best way, honestly. I think so too, man. And it's like. As 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 you go on in your career too, especially when I was getting towards the end of my junior career, and I was I was realizing like that that's ending. You know what I mean? And those are the best years of my life. Yeah. So I'm like, man, you gotta enjoy that right. stuff. So sometimes like we take it so serious, and we're like we're we, we're forgetting while we're doing it. You know what I mean? Well, I think I think when you're younger, like as a rookie, it's okay to be serious all the time because yeah, you yeah. probably because you probably can't control yeah. that line. But I think as you get older, you learn how to be like. You learn how to be like super loose, and then game time, boom, and you flip the switch, and you're ready to go. I think that comes with time, and like experience. But uh, yeah, I definitely got that down. I'm a fucking beauty in the room, and then game time, I'll rip your head off. So <laughs> dialed in, dialed in. Got the sheriff badge on during the games, practices too. Or? Always, all the time, all yeah. the time. So yeah, so you mentioned like how like you're trying to get your confidence back now in the USHL. Um, you've played 20 games this season. You have seven goals and eleven assists, so eighteen points. So um, eighteen points in twenty games. You're almost a point per game. Um, that would give me a bit of confidence. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's going well. Like obviously the decision was to uh, to go back to junior was tough, but once the decision made was made, I kind of just you know put all my effort into it and uh, had a good start to the season. And we're kind of just rolling as a team right now. It's, it's it's good. We have a good locker room, and the boys are the boys are just grooving together. And uh, I think we're like, I want to say, like fifteen and three right now. Or wow, maybe sixteen. Yeah, sixteen and three. We only lost like two, three games, so it's we're doing pretty well right now. So you guys are trying to win the Clarky this year. Yeah, we might. We'll see. <laughs> that would be awesome. What are you What are you playing there? Are you playing first line, second line, first PP, second PP? Yeah, something like that. Just um, something like that. No, it's good to get it's yeah, it's good to get minutes and uh, you know get your confidence back. So I'm actually having fun playing hockey nowadays, and uh, hopefully take that into next year. Unreal. Yeah, it's good to Unreal. get that back. A lot of people like they go through that tough season, they lose that, and then they never get that back. Like you got to really love the game to keep plugging away. Yeah, they lose the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah it happens a lot, man. It happens a lot. You see it. It's fucking sad. It's fucking yeah. sad when you see it. 
Yeah. Hey, man, what's it like in Dubuque? You know, I went out there one year, actually, too. I was drafted by Dubuque. And uh, I went out. Yeah, yeah, I was drafted by Dubuque. uh, Fourth round. I can't remember what pick it was, but fourth round. And I um, actually went out there when I was 16, and 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 I did the camp. And I was like the first experience yeah. I got like playing that high that high level. Holy fuck, man! It, it, I I was over. I was like, that was an eye opener. It was dope. It was it was it was it was a crazy experience. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I I went around. I went around the city. I mean, there's I'm correct city, me correct town. me if it's I'm wrong. There ain't much to do out there. No, it's a town. No, well, yeah, the town. It's not much. Yeah, it's not much. But I mean, how how how's the uh, group? No, like, yeah. nice set of guys or what in the room? Yeah, honestly, like I've never been a part of a team this close before. Like, nice. You, I mean, there's obviously nothing to, like not much to do around here. But you know, when you're with a tight, such a tight group of guys, you're kind of just like hanging around with them all the time. And um, I have a good, I have a really good roommate, Braden Boyle. He's uh, he's a beauty. Nice. And uh, we we always have a good time after practice. And, I'm thankful to be in, like, a good bill home and all that, so. Nice, nice, nice. Fuck, you just took my question. I was going to ask you um, about your billet situation over there. Yeah. So your billets. Yeah, the billets are pretty solid here. I can't complain, honestly. And how are your billets in the NCDC? Did you billet there, or did you have to, like, live with someone that's already on the team? Actually, my seven, when I was 17, I played it two years. When I was 17, I... Uh, I lived alone in an apartment. I had, my, wow. I had my dad like just yeah, it was weird because they couldn't they couldn't find a billet for me. But I wow. lived like so you 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 have your own car out there. You were getting to practices with your own car in your own apartment. All, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Pretty much. I. That's that's crazy. They couldn't find a billet, so my dad would or my mom or dad would come up like every month just to check up on me, and then that was kind of like a growing up phase for me. Yeah, hopefully the hopefully the Boston police isn't listening in. That doesn't sound too legal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but holy shit! So you're living alone? Were you cooking? No, dude. Uh, I was cooking cooking breakfast, but I basically ate out for every almost every other meal. <laughs> <laughs> was Uber Eats yeah, around? Was yeah, was like, Uber there then? Of course, of course. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uber Eats a lot or just. Um, you know, after practice, just get some uh, Uber Eats. There's this one burger place I would always get it from. But uh, the next year, I lived with the Billa family, and they're they're. I was super close with them. I still talk to them to this day, and uh, they're basically family to me. So I'm thankful, thankful I had them that year. Sweet. Yo, so you committed to Ohio State. You just recently signed your NLI. So does that mean does that mean that you're going in next year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you I have mean, to. I would have to. I'm a, yeah, I'm you're a toy a bomb, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, 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 you're an old fart. Yeah. You're yeah, an old dude. fart. What's crazy. that like? What's it's that crazy. like, being being I being mean, the old fucking guy in the room? It's different, man. It's like, I feel like it was just yesterday how, like, I was a 16-year-old in the locker room, like, looking up to all the older guys. Yeah. And now you're that older guy. So yeah. It's a little weird, but you just—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm always having a good time, just chirping guys, messing around. So yeah, that's good. That's the best when you're older. You just fucking no filter, right? Yeah, Mark, <laughs> Mark, Mark will always be a little rookie to me, man. Oh, honestly. come on now, <laughs> dude. Come on, dude. So 
it's so crazy, man, to see how far you've come, dude. It's honestly like, like it's 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 like I'm I'm proud of you, man. Like it's nuts to see like guys come up from Florida, especially guys that stayed in Florida. Like I'm a big advocate of that now. Uh, I think I'm a big advocate of a lot of things that I didn't do in my career. And one of them is definitely that, like, staying in Florida. I definitely think if I have kids one day um, uh, and they're they're going to be little psychos, but if I have kids <laughs> one day, if some lady's psycho enough to do that, um, they're going to stay in Florida for sure and, like, play longer. And it's just, like, I realize that, you know, it's not about where you play. It's just about how you play, man. Like craft, someone, someone's gonna, craft, like right? someone's gonna see you, man. Like if you're playing in in, in a butt fuck league in a butt fuck town, but you have a thousand points in twelve games, like Suck, man. like buddy, someone's gonna take a look at your elite prospects and be like, hey, this guy's got a thousand points in twelve games. We should probably go fly over there to that butt fuck town and take a look at him. Oh yeah, bro, just work on your craft, right? Fucking do your thing. You know what I mean, though. Wherever so like, are, uh, man, are. shout out to you, dude. That's huge that that uh, you've been able to come this far. And uh, it's unreal that you got that experience at BU. Like Chase said, I think that's going to give you a huge advantage when huge you go to man. Ohio State. Like now, you're not, you're not only a 21-year-old freshman now, so it's way different than being an 18-year-old freshman. Or you're you're going in as a sophomore, right? How does that work, actually? Yeah, I'll be – well, I'm actually taking community college classes now. Nice. Because you need to in order, in order to transfer. Okay, yeah, they're making uh, Yeah, actually I I got an Instagram question about that already like before your before your before we even got you on the pod somebody asked me really? does he have to sit out a year at Ohio State cuz he played at Boston no. University. See, the way it works is you just you have to be a full-time student and then like it's called the AA degree so I have to get that before I go into Ohio State. And then I'll be able to play but if I don't get that degree I'll probably have to sit out a year but I'm working on it. Okay. Taking, taking four classes at the local uh, Northern Iowa Community College. Shout out! Shout out them. Yeah, <laughs> shout shout out Northern Iowa <laughs> Community yeah. College. I took a couple classes at Miami Dade. So, a couple community college guys. <laughs> love to, love to hear how's it. The, how's the CIS lifestyle? Oh man, the CIS lifestyle, dude. Let me tell you. I awesome love you it, asked. Dude. Awesome I, you asked. Yeah, bro. thank yeah. Thank first, you for asking. Thanks for that. asking, but dude, yeah. yeah, I mean, I love it, man. Like, there's, it's, like, dude. First of all, I just want to say I'm living in Montreal, right? So, Montreal, for those who haven't been here, is an unbelievable city. Get out here if it's, you can, bro. It, yeah, if you haven't been here, definitely get out here. It's an unbelievable city. You got the old port. You got some. There's action all the time everywhere. downtown, everywhere. The girls are beautiful. They're French. <laughs> they're 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 they they dress incredible and they have French accents and they love English guys, and uh, yeah, like no, I mean, it's, it, it's it's dope playing here, bro. You know what? It's like, and the league's getting better. Like even even since last year, my first year, like it's it, it gets better every year because you get all those guys yeah, that are all major junior guys. Yeah, man, you get all those guys that that like just miss a contract for for. Um, I don't know, twenty guys that are playing their their last years in the Q and the Dub and the O, and they and they and they go to the CIS league, and now like there's more players that are taking it serious and realizing that oh fuck, like I can keep playing after junior in a decent league, you know what I mean? So it's these these are good yeah. fucking players. I mean, we mentioned it before on one of our podcasts, Hugo Roy, who played here last year, 
Cooper, yeah, who played here last year, tore up the league, ends up signing a two-year deal with Nashville. You know what I mean? So the it's a, like in the A. Yeah. It, it, so it, yeah, you know, no, it's, it's definitely it, it's a good a, league. It's a good time too. Lifestyles, awesome. And like, cool. uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's everything I could have asked for because at the end of the day, like, I got to play in the queue. I was fortunate enough to have a, have a nice career in the queue. And like, what I loved about the queue is the professionalism. Like, I'm a guy that loves to have fun. Anybody will tell you that for free. But um, I love the game, man, and I love the professional part of the game. Like when I get to the rink, I love to be the first guy at the rink. I love working out. I love getting better. I love, I love, I love everything about the game. So um, when I was in the queue, I, I loved my time there because of that, because of the professionalism and 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 that we got we have to be at the rink all the time and all that. I love that. And so when I went to junior A. Um, I went to this junior A league in uh, in Quebec and uh, it was great. I got to make a little bit of money and uh, I was an assistant captain for the first time ever and I got to light up the league, almost a point per game, not a big deal. <laughs> but uh, we only practiced. I, I only practiced like once a week, and uh, I was a bum, what do you man. Mean? Yeah, we only practiced once a week. There was like two practices a week, but I was living an hour away, and I only went to one practice a week, and That's I hated you're it. Principal? Yeah, and I and I hated it, and I got I asked for a trade because of it because. Dude, I couldn't stand the 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 unprofessionalism. Like one practice a week, eight thirty p.m. on a Monday, I couldn't. I, I like I couldn't take it anymore, man. Because all I wanted, I want to be a serious hockey player one day. I want to play pro one day, whether it be in the East Coast or Europe or A or National Hockey League, Fuck. whatever it might be. Um, yeah, whatever it might be. Like I want to play serious. So when I came here, like. Man, it's everything I could have ever ever wished for. Like we're we're on the ice every single day. Uh, we got access to the gym at all times. Access to the locker room at all times with a little secret code. I'm not telling you. And uh, and yeah, like we we we're hockey players, dude. We're I feel like a real hockey player, and I am a real hockey player here. It's real hockey. It's a real league. You know, it takes. It, it's exactly like the Q. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. professional in that way that it's exactly like the Q. So um, the difference, the difference I, is, is I don't, yeah. You just you you know what? You got guys that have their own lives. You have guys that have jobs. There's guys that that love hockey, but there are also guys that are taking a different route when they're playing their last years of hockey. You know what I mean? Guys that are going to be finishing a degree and going to school. Same thing as like the NCAA in a way. But I mean, yeah, definitely. Like it's That's dope what I was going like to say. There's there's, there's Different different guys doing different things in their life. There's a lot of guys that have a big part of their life away from the rink, which is different than in junior, where it's our fucking... It's our, it's our everything, Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. I think there's a lot of guys that want to play pro after, and then there's a lot of guys that may be like... They're like, hey, if I can, I will, and if yeah, I yeah. can't, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I was actually going to touch on that. I was going to say that I'd, I'd really... I've never played Division One hockey. I played with a lot of guys that ended up going on and playing Division One hockey, and uh, I visited a school and partied there and whatever. And uh, I'd honestly say it's not too far off from from Division One hockey. I don't know about the atmosphere in the rinks. Definitely not like the amount of fans that that that. Uh, they get in Div One, but like definitely like the, the the skill. There's a lot of there's a lot of great guys. It's an underrated league for sure. I mean, look, I'm in this league, and I'm, <laughs> you know, you know what kind of player I am. So, <laughs> no, it's good to know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so if you ever want to, I don't know, decommit from Ohio State and come to Concordia University, let me know. Uh, I can plug you up with my coach, and uh, yeah, we can get things rolling. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> uh, no. I know for about, the one thing I know about D1 is like, it's it's kind of a grind. It's like, some of the games are super chippy, but I'm, I'm curious to, to hear what uh, the whole CIS type of Oh, dude, is. definitely, man. Is There's like, a lot of... scaled or is it still grindy? No, it's, no. It's both, dude. There's a lot of skill, but there's a lot of grind. Like, for example, I fought my first game in the yeah, league. There's a lot of grind. Yeah, I man. fought my first game in the league. It was This kid on the other team was like a, a heavyweight in the dub, and uh, I was a sheriff of the queue, so thought it would thought it would be right to go him. But no, yeah, man, there's a lot of, like... Like you said earlier, it's it's all major junior guys, right? And in major junior, like, there's a lot more fighting than in the USHL, right? So there is guys in this league yeah. that were that were fighting in the yep, queue. Yep. And then there is guys in this league that were fourth liners that weren't necessarily fighters, but they were used to dropping the mitts whenever there was a big hit or something like that. So, yeah, it, it is chippy, man. It does get real chippy. I think the best team in the league right now is Carlton, and they're the chippiest, grindiest team in the whole chippy, league. Bro. They're just fucking... They just pound and pound and pound. Yeah, so it's definitely, dope. definitely, it's got that, but it's got a bunch of skill, man. Like, yeah, for yeah. example, on our team, like we have, uh, we have a bunch of guys that were captains in the queue. Like our captain Sanch was a captain in the queue. Uh, another guy, Kanrakis, who's been hurt for a bit, he was a captain in the queue last year. Yep, we got uh, Carl Neal was a captain. Like, dude, all these guys like elite captains in the queue. You know what I mean? So skill to the maximum, like. Um, you got to have skill to be a captain in the queue. If not, I would have been a captain in the queue. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so yeah, oh, definitely man. definitely a lot of skill. A lot of guys are starting to sign A deals. It's a gr- The school's a grind. Not really for me so much this semester, but for everybody else for sure. And it's next semester grind, will be man. a grind. But, yeah, uh, what are you doing with school? Well, dude, you didn't you you, you didn't you didn't hear the intro because we uh, recorded the intro before we had you on. But uh, actually, what happened to me yeah. uh, this semester is that uh, I did all my classes and everything. I wasn't doing too hot, but um, my classes didn't even count because I just got deregistered uh, like yesterday from An all illegal my classes immigrant. because of immigration. So, but I don't fail my classes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but my classes just don't count. And it's just like I'm starting over like next semester and I have to take three summer classes can to make up play? for it. Yeah, I can still play as long as I take the three summer oh, classes okay. uh, in the summer, whatever, and I have to pass all the classes. But, dude, at the end of the day, I was actually failing classes, so it was going to ruin my GPA to start my university career. So it's actually kind of like a, a, a blessing in disguise. So, so thanks, immigration. <laughs> <laughs> God but damn. yeah, no, man. I, ne- I, ne- I never saw you as a school guy. Never. Yeah, man, I, I, to be honest, I never saw myself as a school guy. That's why when I was committed to Div 1 and then I realized that there's Major Junior, I was like, holy shit, this league has been here the whole time. Let me get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but uh, but no, yeah, I never saw myself as a school guy either. But you know what? Um, I love the game. I love playing hockey. And uh, when you finish Junior, you realize that, um, holy shit, man, like playing you- hockey is actually – a blessing because you can't really do it forever. You don't have many options. Once you once you finish junior, it's like if you're not in the NHL or you're the AHL or the ECHL, like where are you playing? Like mm-hmm. so uh Canadian you know University cool is though, the bro? best league. And like, uh I, I got lucky enough that um I got in touch with Concordia University. Uh I actually got in touch with them my nineteen year and then kept talking to them, kept talking to them and then and then uh finally my twenty year I committed here and uh man I love it here. Um, 
the boys here are unbelievable, man. We got an Unreal awesome group, group of guys. We we played against each other, most of the guys in the queue, so uh, we know each other. And there's a couple of dub guys, but uh, man, we're all a bunch of beauties. We blend like butter, if that makes any sense. And uh, blend yeah. like butter, yeah, man. That's fucking dope. That's dope. But uh, Mark. Um, I wanted to say I'm proud of you, man. I uh, I appreciate you coming on the pod. Um, I grew up with you pretty much in the rink. And uh, I love yeah. to see how uh, both of us are now elite hockey players. <laughs> elite. Elite. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely elite. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me on the pod. Uh, it was a, it was a good time, boys. Yeah, man, we appreciate it, man. We give you gave us a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of cool insight, bro. It's definitely I love your fucking story, bro. Like a lot of guys that are listening, especially if you're a younger guy, like just some, like Mark. You know, Mark played in some good leagues, but it wasn't the craziest leagues in the world. And look where he's at right now. You know what I mean? So just kind of stick with your with your own process, your own experience, and and, and stick to your craft because because shit shit works out, and it, and it's pretty. Uh, Clear looking at your story, Mark. So that's pretty dope. So thanks for coming on, bro. We really appreciate it, bro. Yeah, you were our you were our first our first active USHL guest. So yeah. that that's a big deal. That's huge a huge for us, deal. Bro. Huge for so, us. So uh, if you're listening in, make sure you follow Mark on Insta. We tagged him on our pick. And if you don't follow us on Insta, get your head out of your ass and follow us on Insta. And I uh, just want to say thanks for listening in to Epi 4 of the Buzz Pod. And uh, stay tuned for Epi 5 coming next week, baby. Let's go. Drippin' my sweats with Givenchy I ride my stripe in the party And my diamonds all set like Cardi Got a bad bitch with me, she a Barbie <laughs> You don't wanna start with me No, you don't wanna start with me Niggas pull up with Glock, AKs and Tess Running up your whole block like a full car press No, you don't wanna start with me No, you don't wanna start with me I know cold hearted demons that can smell your flesh Hook up on them pussy niggas, shoot them dead in the chest No, you don't wanna start with me Shit, there they go right there Alright, y'all niggas get ready Y'all niggas get ready as soon as that car move out the way, we gon' air that shit out. Made a lot of plays, hood got jazz, I kept me at bed, was a hard in it. Brother made a name, I get paid for a stage, I keep a guitar with me. Executive A, black president, Escalade, put a proof with a bar in it. Go against it, it gon' be a heart in it. I fought enough, I hope it ain't no hard feelings. Was broken for this house, started drug dealing. Get some millions, it'll make a nigga love living. Just my little niece and nephew love 20s Me and Roddy gotta get it out the mud business Made a hundred racks on the C-Day Made a million dollars on a weekday Fifteen thousand on a cheap date Whipping up dope like a deep dish Junkies outside, no rebates I been done right through another nigga city I got a brand new Draco with me Clip got 33, Scotty Pippin' Bitch, nigga ain't heard of me, I got a rich Drippin' my sweats with Givenchy I ride my stripe in the party And my diamonds all set like Cardi Got a bad bitch with me, she a Barbie You don't wanna start with me Girl like Arizona, plug in Columbia, my diamonds in Africa. I'm life for the DA. Groupies been fucking my DJ. And Shotty had her ass on her.